The multiverse was destroyed. The heroes of Earth 616 and Earth 1610 were powerless to save it. Now all that remains is Battle World, a massive patchwork planet composed of the fragments of worlds that no longer exist. Each region is a domain unto itself, maintained by the iron will of its god and master, Victor Von Doom. Welcome to the end of the world. We'll be with you every step of the way for Marvel Secret Wars event. This is War Report, episode number six. Jamie Rosales, how are you doing? I'm doing good, Kevin. So many, so many books to read. So much happening. It's no uh, we, time. We kind of screwed up. We, uh, we, we missed a week. And, you know, these that was, books are uh, That's just, on my fault. Yeah, that's on my fault. They're, they're just stacking up. And uh, we're, we're going to talk about, we're, we're going to go through the highlights this time. Um, we're not going to talk about every single book, but a lot of them. But I think there's one book that's the most important this week. Secret Wars number four. Oh yeah. Oh my god. I I I there this book is just full of emotions. So much happens. I'm just ugh. So all right. Uh we start this off. Uh tons of variant covers, some beautiful variant covers this this time. And uh it this issue is called The Second Offense. Uh, once again, written by Jonathan Hickman, art by Asad Ribic. And uh, it's Jonathan Hickman still listed as designer as well. Um, this okay. I have to say, this is a very well laid out book, too. It starts out, uh, the multiverse was destroyed. Two life rafts escaped the final collision of Earth 616 and 1610, carrying the heroes and villains from both realities. Now the survivors have awakened in Battleworld, a planet composed of the fragments of worlds that no longer exist, maintained by the iron will of its god and master, Victor Von Doom. And this is issue four. All angels sing, all the devils dance. Um, with our cast of characters and um, it opens up to a beautiful splash page of uh, it looks like Thanos taking on the Thor core because as you remember last time Thanos was like uh, I think we got problems as the Thor core was coming in and basically uh, yeah so there's a couple pages of fight scenes as Doctor Strange or uh, uh, Sheriff Strange starts to tell people about what's going on in Battle Planet, and he's talking to the um, the heroes of Six One Six that he discovered, um, and he's he's taking them back to the Hidden Isle of Amagato, uh, which is the sanctum of the Sheriff Strange, and uh, he says, um, "Thus doom." Long may he wear his crown. Um, and basically he's like, hey, you know, look, we we fought a bunch. We fought the Beyonders. We killed them. And, uh, you know, Doom basically became uh, a god. And uh, no one could stop him. So, uh, yeah, Doom, has, and he created, he took what, what remained and created Battleworld. Following along so far? I am. All right. Uh, and... And now they serve him, and uh, he's like, "Yeah, you know, Strange is like, yeah, he, he's a god, you know. Uh, it is, uh, is uh, doubt him if you want, defy him, curse his very existence. It doesn't matter. He reigns." And uh, the, there's some funny stuff between um, Miles Morales, Spider-Man, and, and uh, regular Spider-Man. Um, 
so Spider-Man, uh, Miles Morales asks, uh, so is his family, you know, is his world gone? Are my family and friends gone? He says, not all of it, but some small bits remain, some parts of your New York, a small portion of Wakanda, uh, as he looks to his uh, old Illuminati buddy, uh, Black mm-hmm. Panther. And uh, he says, is that not, is that enough? Is it enough to remind us of who we were in the face of uh, where we are now? These are the times when this world falls short of what help. Now, see, the thing is, this is really like, basically they explain everything that's happened in a few panels. It's kind of amazing. But uh, basically, Phoenix Cyclops, uh, uh, what, what what do you want to call them? Uh, Storm Clops <laughs> or uh, uh, Phoenix Clops? Uh, he says uh, he he basically steps in on and says uh, then I have to ask Sorcerer because I've had recent revelation in personal ideology. If you had the power, you had the means. If you were the one playing God and the world that you want not uh, is not the one you have. You don't have the responsibility to burn it down and raise up something better. Isn't this the real the real burden that comes with your kind of power Doom has? Isn't this the burden of the power I have? Basically saying like, hey, uh, you know, I'm pretty damn powerful. Um, you know, maybe I can remake this world because, you know, hey, the Phoenix uh, did destroy an entire planet. So it's pretty freaking powerful. Um, and then uh, basically... Uh, Thor, one of the, the the Thors that's been hanging out with him is his uh, hammer lights up. And he's like, I, I I don't know what's happening. Uh, this I'm I'm kind of new to this. And he says, uh, our attention's needed elsewhere. So the Thors are taking on the Cabal, uh, and they call upon uh, Doom. This is kind of like a last resort thing. They don't want to. They don't really want to call in Doom, but they're getting their asses kicked. Uh, so. Doom goes over with he, he grabs Valeria and uh, Sue Storm and they 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 go to this like what would you call this thing like uh, some kind of a pool or something that uh, has entire uh, uh, map of battle world and uh, they look in on this and they, they start watching the fight and uh, Sue Storm sees and Valeria see that uh, Reed Richards is there and they're like they have no idea who he is right. Uh, but she does like she remember she like has something it's like oh there's something about him yeah she's like, like mm. he, he looks something there, there's something different something special about him uh, and uh, Doom says yes indeed there is I spent years looking in every corner of every kingdom for some version of you and now here you are brought before me so uh, Doom basically teleports into the middle of the battle and everybody just kind of stops and looks and he says yeah. Richards uh, and the best part is uh, the the Reed Richards of, of Ultimates Earth uh, 1610. It's like, um, is he talking to me? Right. <laughs> so there's a big confrontation between Doom and Reed Richards. And uh, they, they basically start talking to each other about, uh, you know, he's like, no, you're not a god. And in one of the best panels in this whole book, uh, Doom says, I've had a throne for quite some time. A throne was my birthright. I've placed myself... A good bit higher than that. And Thanos says, have you? I have my doubts. If one plays at being God, one should not shy away from saying it. And Doom just says, I am God. And just blows them up. Like, yep. And But before, anything, before he can attack them, Cyclops Phoenix uh, 
starts lashing out and just just beating the crap out of doom he starts melting him away and and he's like I, you know i am i'm the future here in the present all the worlds even yours belong to us the planet is ours this planet is my and then all of a sudden doom grabs him and breaks cyclops neck uh, and at this point uh dr strange is uh, casting some kind of spell and he all of a sudden just everybody vanishes all yeah. all the heroes vanish and doom all you see is is a uh, dead cyclops fall to the ground that's where you cried a little bit right oh my god there's uh, the top of the page is just the cyclops's neck just breaking and it's this crack yeah i have to say i i I was like, what? No. I, I, I love Cyclops. I know. <laughs> and so Doom asks him, he says, uh, where did you send them, Stephen? He says, I scattered them to the wind. He says, why? Because we both know what was about to happen. They would have re- uh, refused to bow before you, and then you would have felt uh, compelled to eliminate such behavior with prejudice. I couldn't allow that. And so uh, they continue to go back and forth and... Uh, and basically, Doctor Strange calls out uh, Doom and says, "You know what? You've always been living in the shadows of uh, of, of Reed Richards." Yup. And called uh, out. He's he basically is just he's like I don't even uh, tell him what you've you've done. I'm sure he's going to be hard at at, at work solving the problem uh, of you. How much harder do you think Reed Richards is going to try than he uh, <clears throat> when he finds that you stole his entire life? Look at you. Even with this power, you're still afraid of him. Well, you know what, old friend? I think you should be. And Doom just raises his hand and... Uh, yeah, he did too. Well, it looks like he teleported away right in time. That's my I don't know, his, his skin is ripping off right his there. His skin entire- is ripping off and stuff, but if you look at there's a there's a purple cloud that's the same power, that's the same color as... Um, uh, uh, that teleported away everybody. Oh, I see. Doom's powers. Yeah. It looks like it's a. It's more of a um, yellow color. He so. looks like he disintegrated a bit. All right, all right. I mean, he could be alive. Yeah, I, I, I think he's still. You can't kill Strange. He's getting his own book after this. Um, so yeah, there we go. That's the end of uh, Secret Wars number four. Uh, oh my God, so much is revealed. You know. Uh, Strange lets it out of the cat, the cat out of the bag that they killed the Beyonders and took over the, and created this planet. And right. Doom, Doom took on there some so, somehow has all these powers. We still don't know what's happened to Molecular Man, which is still a player in this, obviously. Well, um, I mean, according to the cover for the next issue, I think that's him on the cover all over Doom's face. So, it, it, oh, we'll probably, yeah. well, it's it's we'll, it's also the old school Beyonder. <laughs> Oh, I see. Jerry Cor- Jerry Curl uh, Beyonder, which is uh, n- not looking forward to. Um, so yeah, but I mean, it looks like the 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 human half of of uh, Doom, maybe uh, Molecular Man. I I'm, I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, oh my God, this issue was like this this they brought it home. It was like if 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 everything lines up on this this, it's going to be an epic epic story. And I think it's finally going to be one of those series that just the payoff is just going to be huge. huge. Oh, yeah. What do you think, Jamie? I loved it. Um, I feel like like we're learning just enough to 
like there's just enough mystery to like really just you know keep you there but then as each issue happens we keep you know getting a little bit more and it doesn't feel as overwhelming as like axis did as an event and at the same time it just like it's so it's so well written and so well drawn all together and I'm like this. I'm really digging it. I'm I'm kind of sad Hickman's taking a break after this, but I'm like, you know, go ahead, take a nap. I, I think he we'll deserves see. it. Yeah. Yeah, this he, is he, really good. He can let some other people, uh, you know, in in on the limelight for a little bit, you know. Right. Um, so let's talk about some crossover books. So let's go into uh, all the books that came out. Uh, not all of them, but uh, some of the books that they came out uh, June twenty fourth, starting with. Battleworld, Age of Ultron versus Marvel Zombies. Um, what did you think about this one? Um, you know, I'm not a big fan of the zombie, the Marvel Zombie books. Um, talking zombies just don't make sense to me. Yeah, um, Marvel talking zombies. I was like, oh, that's. Do they have to have like they're so uh, they're so like verbose. It's like, oh, let's have a full conversation. Yeah, um, that's why I never liked the the Marvel Zombies story. Um, it was interesting. Um, well, in terms of um, Secret War relevance, I think it's pretty high, right? Um, the I, I did I thought it was weird that they took on like more than one perspective because in the beginning you follow um, Tigra and she's like basically running for her life in beyond the wall, but she's like you know hunting and she's like this is the first time I've ever felt free and. Um, it kind of goes into how the state of perfection, which is where the Ultron AI is from, how that was created and um, how they're basically right next to each other. And everyone that's sort of beyond the wall is stuck between that war. And um, I guess they talk about how in their world, they it only took 14 months or whatever to kill all the Avengers and take over. So I thought that was kind of cool. And, uh, and then we get a completely different side to everything where uh, there's this old carpetbagger version of Hank Pym that shows up and he gets sent to the wall for basically working on a his clockwork mechanical man, which is to me sounds like a steampunk Ultron, essentially. Yeah. Now, I think this is going to be there. There's the uh, what's uh, it, it comes out next week, I believe. Um 1682 or whatever. Oh my God. The book I've been waiting for. Yeah. Yeah. The one, the, the Western one, I, I, I think, I think that's, uh, it makes that sense. Ties into this. Um, so yeah, we, we, we see now there's a couple interesting things. Um, you know, so Hank Pym is on the, on the wall, the shield, whatever they call it. So, uh, he's hanging out with, uh, Morbius and, um, a, a steampunk version, Western version of, uh, Janet Van Dyne. Um, and, uh, but there's a Sentinel hanging out and I guess the Sentinels, Sentinels keep showing up in this, uh, in all over, uh, battle world. And, um, so yeah, I, I just, I don't know where this book is going. <laughs> As, well, I, and then, I think it's interesting too, that he gets to, I mean, he's being punished like how, you know, obviously if you commit a crime, you get sent to the shield, but he actually gets to choose what part of the shield he gets transported to. So when they're like, oh, would you want to go here or where there's all these cool robots? He's like, well, I, that's how I'd want to die with rope. You know, of course he picks the Ultron uh, perfection side. So I thought that was kind of interesting. But then I, he ends up with the Marvel zombies. So I don't, I don't get, 
And then at the, the very end, we, we see Vision, uh, Human Torch, and Wonder Man, who are all linked back to uh, to, to Hank Pym. Um, and this is, you know, oh, say, is that who they were? How'd you like to change the world? Yeah, yeah. So you have Vision, who was created by uh, Hank Pym, uh, Human Torch, which uh, was kind of created out of Vision and Wonder Man who uh, took basically that's the uh, personality from Vision so it's confusing but yeah all of these are connected to Vision and Ultron interesting so, yep so there we go that's it's an important book read it um, what else do we have from that week uh, Infinity Gauntlet number two uh, okay on the scale of Secret Wars uh, relevance, what do you think? I think that it's not that relevant overall. Um, you don't really have to know what's happening in Secret Wars to read it. But I think it's interesting because this actually technically t also takes place beyond the wall. Um, do you think so? It is because oh. it, this is where all the Nihilus bugs are. So this oh, is New Xandar. Okay. Yeah, okay. Um, gotcha. But I think it's interesting that they're still like even when they brought in the whole like Nova Corps sort of side to the plot, like I didn't realize they're all sort of stationed in the same place. So um, but by itself, it, this is an amazing this is my favorite book. Oh, I think. yeah, it's um, beautiful. It's 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 a beautiful book. It's a great story. I just it just doesn't have really anything to do with Secret Wars. Right. Um, also, there's like Thanos in this. There's also um, he's he's got some sort of time traveling power. So um I thought that was kind of cool, but let's just run through it real quick. Um, so obviously from the first issue, there's a family we follow and one of the main characters, her name's Anwen and their mom, you know, disappeared for a while because she decided to become a Nova Corps. Well, at the end of the last issue, her mom returns and um, she gives them all like Nova stars and, you know, their dad's basically like, I don't want them to be soldiers and they all decide to take it anyway, even their dogs zigzag. So they all become like, they all like Nova Corps um, suits and they end up fighting the bugs, and she realizes she's like, "Oh well, I, I found the stone earlier, which was the the mind the mind stone." So they were using it to fight off the uh, the annihilation wave, and um, and then weirdly, like she goes back to the base where you know it's basically the last remaining Nova Corps, I guess, in this world, and it's destroyed. And she's like, "Well, this this is weird. It doesn't look like it's by bugs." And then when she goes, there's another stone there. It's I'm not sure which one it is. It's the purple one. But um, it's been stolen and cut to Star-Lord and Gamora and he totally took it from them and is trying to, you know, pawn it off or whatever. And uh, and then it interestingly enough, it cuts to the future and basically there's this one um, we can't see their face, but it's a Nova Corps fighting Th uh, Thanos and he's basically like, I already killed your whole family and, you know, like. They're basically fighting Infinity Gauntlet versus Infinity Gauntlet because she has a her version of it, and it's like two stones against each other. You can't and really then, tell if it's a guy or a girl, though. That's true, um, but I'm I'm gonna assume it's the main character, uh, Anwen. But so he ends up basically losing that fight, or he almost loses, and he goes back in time to tell his old self, like, "Oh, it's happened again. Like, I, you know, we're gonna lose." And he's like, it's okay, I'll do better. And then he's like, he ends up killing his old self. And he's like, no, the game has to change, essentially. So, Time for now, a new strategy. <laughs> exactly. 
So um, I was like, oh my God, this is so intense. And why is there multiple gloves? And this is great. Um, but yeah, I feel like I feel like this could easily come back to, you know, linking up with um, the rest of Secret Wars. But right now it's totally independent of it. You really don't have to know the main story to, yeah. to read it. But I think it's one of the best books. I was, right I was kind of surprised to see um, Gamora and Star-Lord in this. Yeah, so was I. But it makes sense because he was on the cover of the first issue. So I was like, oh, that's weird. But but yeah, I mean, he's he's in his old Guardians uniform, um, right. which is weird. And uh how are you guardians of the galaxy if there's no galaxy anymore? Uh, <laughs> that's that's the weird thing. Like they in Korvac saga, which is the next book we're gonna talk about, uh it's got Guardians of the Galaxy in it, and um but they are just called the Guardians and uh that's right. they're they're more like a police force for um uh, Hollywood, two words, domain. Um so this Korvac saga you've never heard of before, right? No. So it's an old, I, I barely remember it. Uh, it's, it's an old Avengers um, storyline from the seventies about this guy named Michael Korvac who becomes like kind of uh, almost like a godlike character. Um, it, it, this really has nothing to do with it, but it, it's kind of cool because what they're doing is they're tracking down the, the guardians are, um, in, it's the Guardians of the Galaxy from the the '90s series. Um, so you have Charlie Twenty Seven, Major Victory, Starhawk, Martenix, um, Yondu, Yondu, uh, and uh, Nicolette Gold. Um, so it, it's uh, it's it's that classic lineup from uh, when they rebooted the Guardians in the '90s. Um, and uh, there, you, you open up with. Um, Crusher Creel sitting in a wait is it Crusher Creel? No, it's um it's uh what's his face uh, Abomination. Oh yeah, uh, so so you have um, Emil Bronsky, who's uh, Abomination, saying that he remembers everything and he remembers where the stars are and stuff, and he freaks out and turns into Abomination, and it basically you find out that uh, this has been happening an, an awful lot, and uh, they're tracking down all these different people who were who have uh, you know been talking about having having seen previous lives and stuff and basically they're referring back to the 616 earth right um and uh so the next then it turns into this kind of political thing between uh the avengers of a different from a different realm and you know it, it, it kind of turns into a nothing book honestly um i and and I don't really know where this book is going, but it was interesting to see that uh, you're, you're getting people remembering different uh, eras and different parts of the 616. So right. this, and, this could be important. I'm not really sure. And also it, it ties in like how um, I think it was last time we recorded that um, in the Carol core book, um, there was no star. It was been established that there are no stars in battle uh, battle world. And so it sort of confirms it. I think another book this week also confirmed it, but like they don't see stars at all, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also like how, cause in the, um, in the, uh, 2099 series for secret wars, like Hercules is like a drunk asshole and he's also sort of a hated character in this. Yeah. It's like, God, I hate that guy. <laughs> like, Oh, okay. He's in, in any sort of form. He's just, he's just annoying. And then next we've got Planet Hulk number two, 
Um, Great. Oh, love this book. So fantastic. So, mm-hmm. um, scale of oh, what the hell's going on in Secret Wars. Mm, I mean, this is just kind of a look at a different part of, uh, of Battleworld um, called Greenland. Um, as we know, uh, Steve Rogers is this he-man looking kind of character that's uh, traveling around Greenland with a uh, devil dinosaur. And uh, he runs into Doc Green. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, they a lot of fighting going on. And Doc Green, though, is like kind of this weird cyberpunk kind of version, wouldn't you say? He, like, he talks a little yeah, funny. Yeah, he's like a little like all. Yeah, he's like an aviator. He's very old timey. Yeah. Um, and uh, we, we, we see that uh, Steve is looking for Bucky. And um, they, there's a flashback. He, he's, he remembers to, you know, Bucky. What, what would you, how would you describe this? I mean, it, it's some kind of war oh, that, so, that Bucky and Steve yeah. were in. Um, and so it's years ago in a forgotten kingdom and basically same sort of scenario. He's trying to, you know, tell Bucky to like stop doing what he's doing. And then a, a missile comes and, and hits him. And he's basically talking as he's dying. And uh, basically they're, they're looking at a poster that's like to join the military. And it's, it's um, Sam Wilson as Captain America. So this is yeah. So this this Steve Rogers we see isn't six one six Steve Rogers. You know this is completely different. Even though it whatever universe this is, he's still like BFFs forever with uh with Bucky. Cut back over to Hulk and they're you know traveling through this weird Savage Land part of thing. They get into fights with uh, more gamma radiated creatures and lots of stuff happens, but nothing really particular. <laughs> Like, yeah, they, they it seemed like it was just like this, you know, typical kind of adventure. Um, yeah, that's totally, yeah, it's like an adventure book. It's yeah, sleeping next to a dinosaur and fighting this giant, like, swamp creature thing. I, I love Doc Green, I think he's great. So, you know, anytime we get to see Doc Green, um, I'm, I'm all for it. So, the, the uh, Doc Green, uh, Captain America buddy picture, I'll, I'll watch it. Yeah. But, uh, as far as relevance as to it, if anything is going on with this book, eh, not really. I he mean, does bring up Doom a few times as, as like, you know, like someone he's praying to. So there's that. But yeah. I also think it's strange that even Steve Rogers in this is very he talks very old timey. And, you know, but then we see his flashback and he looks like he lived sort of a normal American life. And yeah. here he's like full on gladiator. So um, I'm definitely down to see where this goes. But it's yeah. it's a uh, it's a good book. So, uh, what were the big books that were important to read in uh, last week? I would say probably the most important and relevant is uh, A Force yes. number two. Yes, this um, book is fantastic. I'm so glad this is getting an afterlife after Secret Wars. Yeah. Like, even though I, I'm not sure how it's going to work, like, you know, in one universe, but it's great. Um. So, hold on, sorry. So we start off like basically in last issue, you know, America Chavez gets sent to the wall and um, Nico is really pissed about it. And Namor and his crew go and investigate where this shark came from. And basically it's a huge portal in the ocean. And then you could even see like stretched out versions of like X-Men 92. There's the, you know, um, Scotty Young's book here of Avengers versus X-Men. There's... um, 
the uh, Angelo uh, Witch yeah. Hunter book. Yeah. There's just so basically th- this portal is open to other stories and other parts of battle world. Um, so they have to escape before it closes. And then basically Nico's now hanging out with her new BFF, who you said is what character? That's uh, Captain Universe. Okay. Um, still no idea. It's not revealed in the books. So I don't know. Uh, but she doesn't talk and they're just hanging out and it's sort of revealed that she has the power to, she's the reason that these portals are opening up. But, um, uh, lady Loki sees her and basically is like, we got to take her in front of she Hulk, you know? And, um, they all seem to like her. And then out of nowhere, a giant Sentinel comes out of a portal and attacks. So, um, they, they fight it. And I think too, Medusa and this is very, uh, she reminds me a little bit of Cyclops, like just <sighs> ruining, ruining it for everyone. And I don't know, just being a dick. Uh, they fight the Sentinel. I've never liked Medusa. I like her in the, uh, in her book now in, um, nope. whatever tripping. But yeah, if, if she's arguing against She-Hulk, I'm like, okay, back off. She-Hulk's like my girl. Um, so basically She-Hulk is like Medusa gets in her face and it's just like, she's the reason we're, they're opening portals. We need to do something about this. And She-Hulk's basically like, calm down. Like, you know, we'll, she saved our lives. I'm sure she's not doing this on purpose. Let's just figure out a way to, you know, whatever. And she gets sent through a portal. So the very last panel is just She-Hulk standing by herself, like just looking at nothing but ruins of what looks like old New York or something. So, oh, actually it is. Yeah. Cause there's a sign here. This is New York city United yeah, United doom States. Yeah. So. so it's just complete ruin. So now she's through a portal away from everyone else. And you know, that's it. We don't know. We don't know where, it, what it is. So, so. this, this book is, it's, it, it's, it's interesting. Like I'm, I'm not sure what to think of it. You know, um, Arcadia seems to be where all the female heroes of verse 616 are kind of hanging out. Like, right. It seems like these are 616 versions, but obviously we have a different, uh, you know, Captain Marvel. I, I don't know. Oof. This is, this is a weird one. I don't really know what's going on here. It's a great book though. Yeah. It's weird because it does seem like it's own standalone, but at the same time, there's so much linking it into the main plot that we still don't, we don't know how it really connects, but we do see evidence that it does connect, you know? Yeah. Like, um, but yeah, like who are these characters? What this Medusa doesn't look like the Medusa from, you know, Charles souls and human. So, um, but the she Hulk from, from this one does look like she, she Hulk six, one, six, right. Jean gray is still alive. Um, you know, you have photon. It's like all the female characters throughout the six, one, six timeline, but you know, every other book is connected to some kind of event, you know, uh, for the most part. Um, this has nothing to do with any events. This is its own thing. Um, but then, you know, you have, uh, you know, um, Nico who, you know, seems to like she's just her runaway self, you know, um, even down to the, she's got the, the, the fake arm. So, um, you know, I, I don't know this, this book is, it's, it's the one that's something's going to happen. Um, we'll talk about, a theory that I have right before we uh, finish this. Okay. Um, what do we want to talk about next? Uh, future imperfect. 
let's do that. So, uh, the last issue of, uh, future imperfect, um, was basically, uh, Mastro revealed himself and uh, then we see Thing shows up and there's going to be a fight and we're like oh shit it's Thing because uh, we have not seen any of the Fantastic Fours in any of this uh, this this version of Battleworld outside of obviously um, you know Doom and, and Reed Richards there hasn't been any other versions of the Fantastic Four though we haven't seen duplicate right. versions of any of them well, we still haven't because it ends up that this version of the thing is actually Thunderbolt Ross, who um, right. went off into space and uh, got bombarded by gamma rays and turned into the thing. Um, and so he comes back to Earth. And uh, so obviously something's going on between Mastro and thing because they they've got some kind of br- grudge and they just beat the crap out of each other for pages and pages Um and uh, he's got like, it looks like Thunderbolt Ross has got these uh, these mutants that are working with him as well. Uh, so they're trying to help stop uh, Mastro as well. And it uh, doesn't really work. Um, and uh, Mastro, he takes uh, takes Thing back to his, his uh, castle. So, and Mastro reveals to his big plot that he wants to kill Doom, take over. And, uh, and then the and, thing is like, tell me more. I'm like, what? He's like, uh, yeah, I'll join your cr- crusade. Right. And I'm like, dude, you were just fighting. <laughs> Look, I thought you were the leader of this cool rebellion. No, well, not even. Well, you know, it's like, it, yeah, it, it, it looks like Thunderbolt Ross has been this uh, leader of a rebellion that's that's against Mastro and stuff. And now the two are like, hey, uh, we have the same goal in mind. We want to get rid of Doom, take his power. So, uh this is this is something I think that's going to play into the uh, the way things end with Doom. Like there's there's right. a you're slowly seeing this this uh, rebellion uprising against Doom in in books. It's very subtle, but uh, you know you're seeing right. it in, in each one of these books. Uh, talk to me about Red Skull number one, dude. Favorite book of the week, I think. Well, besides you know Secret Wars, my pick of the week, Red Skull number one. Uh, written by Joshua Williamson and art by uh, Luca Pizzari. Yep. But um, so we get a glimpse at uh, Killville again, which is really a region that we've seen a lot of, really, because there's just a lot of bad things happening there. But we're, we see a bar and Electro is just, you know, talking about um, Red Skull. And because in this world, we see that Red Skull is like, you know, kind of this. I mean, he's still like a villain, but he's he's like in worshipped in a sense. Like, oh, he was a great guy, and like we followed him, and he went to the wall, and, and he's probably it, dead now. It's kind of like he's the anti Doom, right? Yes, yes. Um, and then uh, who shows up? He uh, Electro gets captured by this guy, who ends up being. Because at first I was like, okay, is this the Punisher or something? Yeah, yeah that's, and, I know, think like, that's, that's what it, they're supposed to be, like, kind of, you know. Right. But then as soon as he puts on his suit, it's fucking crossbones. And I'm like, oh, my God, mind blown. So basically, they're on a ship, and he's collected all these um, all these bad guys or whatever, and includes um, Electro, Moonstone, Magneto, Lady Deathstrike, Jack-O-Lantern, and Bucky. Um who I think has Captain America's shield. And uh, basically he's like, he, he, I mean, obviously he used to follow the Red Skull, but he works for Doom now. And 
what Doom wants to do is, you know, make sure that the Red Skull's dead. Because now he's obviously behind the wall. So he's sending in essentially the suicide squad of, you know, people to go in and they all have explosive collars around their neck, like Fallout or whatever. Um, And the only one that's actually volunteered is Winter Soldier. Because I think he he's like, I have unfinished business with Red Skull. And they get dropped into the Deadlands and immediately, like, you know, they're surrounded by zombies and Electro gets bitten. Thank God, I hate him. Um, and we they're all fighting. And basically, at the very end, um, Magneto uh, gets a hand up and it's by the Red Skull himself. Like, he's, like, all in a hood and just looks like freaking Commando, you know. Basically, everybody like, gets eaten except for, right, uh, except for uh, Magneto. Magneto. And he's like, come with me if you want to die. Like, (laughs) so great. Um, There's also this great panel in it. I just want to point out real quick that um, it shows, like, basically a poster of the Red Skull. There's, like, markings everywhere around, you know, that the Red Skull survived. And um, it's America Chavez looking at it from A-Force. So proving that, like, it's like, oh, this little bit of continuity there. But And it's it's Red Skull wearing uh, Captain America's costume. Um, which was pretty much the Red Skull from Old Man Logan. Oh, I see. So I don't know if that's the same Red Skull, but uh, that's kind of what they're alluding towards in this. I love, too, that if you look at the very last panel, the sword, the the zombie he's killed right there is um, Mr. Sinister. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, this is interesting. And I love the fact that uh, Electro gets killed by himself. Right, (laughs) Um, I mean, this is the best Suicide Squad book that I've read in a really long time. I mean, it's really what it, this issue. I mean, down to the the uh, the colors that blow up. You know, that's that's what the Suicide Squad wore originally. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, this book is great. Uh, I think it's it again. We're seeing anti Doom powers. This you know, like like people coming together. I think at some point, maybe we're going to see, you know, Red Skull. Um, uh, What's his face uh, from Future Imperfect? Uh, uh, Maestro. Yeah, so we're gonna see Red Skull, Maestro, uh, thing maybe team up to take on uh, Doom. They're they're, they're building their legion of uh, of people. So yeah, this is this is a good book and good for Joshua Williamson. He's a great writer. First big Marvel book for him. So um, let's just talk about secret wars journal real quick. Cause there's a couple interesting things about this, um, battle world secret wars journal number three. Um, the first story I just loved because, uh, it's, it's set in the noir, uh, realm and, uh, you see, uh, Logan, uh, Wolverine of, of the noir realm. And, uh, it's, it's basically like this, this, you know, uh, I don't we like pulpy kind of murder mystery. And it, yeah. uh, we, we find out that, uh, there's been, um, a couple of, uh, people that have snuck into the, the noir, like the, the Mandarin version of, um, age of Ultron or no, sorry. The Mandarin version of age apocalypse is, uh, killed the Mandarin version of, uh, the noir universe and, uh, you know, taken on his mantle. So there's a couple different, uh, <laughs> Uh, people that we've we've seen have been like replaced each other so like like the age of apocalypse version of mandarin pepper pots and um uh they said there was a couple others right 
Yeah, I think there was three total. Um, Mandarin himself was like, because that's when Wolverine noticed, like, oh, you, you know, you're not the you're not the Mandarin I know, and you smell different. Yeah. Um, but as soon as he realizes, because he ends up Punisher is the one that kills kills Mandarin. He shows up and you know, um, shoots him in the face, and he was like, I've been tracking these guys. You know, you can notice by their like tattoos, and like there's one more, and then he realizes he like, holy crap. It's Pepper Potts because basically we someone killed this um, noir version of Tony Stark and then this statue, the Fing Fing Foom statue goes missing and the very last panel, we just see her zipping up her dress and like taking a train out and she's like looking out the window. So now she's got this statue. So um, I, I'm curious. It, it seems like the minute you cross over uh, into another realm, you know, a Thor guard shows up. So how did they manage to do it? That's, no idea. You know, and then uh, you know the next story is just a uh, it, it's it's a, a nothing story with uh, Doc Samson. You know, mm-hmm. and, and and all it was the it was nice. It was it was it was good. You know, whatever. It's, it has nothing to do with Secret Wars. <sighs> do we need to talk about Ultimate End? No. Um, let's talk about uh, Years of Future Past. Go for it. Okay, so um, literally, Marguerite Bennett, she's I'm working on a few different books for Secret Wars. And, she writes um, like 16 books a month. I dude. Because she, yeah. she writes a ton of stuff. And, you know, I'm not the biggest X-Men fan, but this book is amazing. Yeah, um, really I At least this is so well laid out and just written, like this issue specifically, um, art by Mike Norton. But basically it sort of starts off like a flashback and um, Kitty Pride and uh, Colossus' daughter, Christina. It's about... Um, how her and Cameron Wolverine's son met. And it's like basically how they just grew up differently. You know, she's like been raised in school and he was raised on the streets and then they met and they know kind of like destiny because they're basically the last of the mutants born that, you know, can still have powers. They're like everyone else now is like that, that gene has been um, eradicated. Um, and so, you know, they're back to present time. They're like fighting sentinels and stuff. And, uh, cut to i think it's rachel they go underground sorry they're fighting sentinels they go underground and even mystique joins them and she tries to blame kitty pride because you know she was set up to believe that kitty pride sold her out and that wasn't the case so they go underground because morlocks are always underground and um cut to uh rachel rachel gray right yeah uh we cut to rachel gray and they're basically like how are they powering all these sentinels you know where are they getting the power there's no power in this region uh storm <laughs> they're basically using her as a giant battery so she goes and rescues her they they destroy a few things and then back to the underground they go to this place called centrum and um angels there and then uh they have this like sentinel head that gets to keep watch for them and you know they just hang out they have like these like sweet little moments and there's this great one page panel about like um colossus just you know telling Christina how like at the, you know like things that start off as a joke you know because you don't take it seriously but really it, it's she's talking about how how human hate spreads so fast and changes over the years and you know like at the end of the day the thing that you're joking about could be yourself um and it's really powerful uh and just beautifully laid out for yeah it, it, it's so Chris Claremont it's 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 amazing it really is right and then they, they basically watch this footage because um, when Mystique was let out, it was her and Blob. And he, um, Cameron, ends up killing him. 
And, you know, of course it was shot by the press to make it look like, you know, it was this really bad thing that happened. And, you know, and Magneto has this great line where he's like, oh, uh, second rule of warfare is when you're editing, uh, with good editing, you're the villain of the story. And then Christina's like, well, what's the first rule? And he's like, he looks at her and he's like, pick a good face for your rebellion. And I'm like, oh, that's nice. All Eric is all sweet. Um, basically, so after that, the the uh, Sentinel head gets all goes haywire and uh, giant doom sentinels come busting through the ceiling and um, they manage to escape and freaking Katie Pride, Christina and Cameron go into a cave underground and basically find her dragon Lockheed, who's a freaking giant Game of Thrones dragon now. And it's like, Lockheed, it's time to wake up. And then that's where it ends. I loved that scene. Like, Lockheed, right. yes! He's I, was like, so I did not realize Lockheed was so big. <laughs> well, I mean, this is the future. He's, he's he. you know, I, I, I guess he's just a kid when uh, he was hanging out with Kitty Pride. You know? Um, I don't even know what happened to Lockheed in, in the regular comic book. But, uh, yeah, I mean, this is... I, I was really impressed with this issue. Um, cause I didn't really like the first one that much. I, I love Mike Norton's art. Um, and you know, Mike Norton's got this crazy fascination with pugs and he managed to, uh, uh, put pugs in this. So, right. And, and I believe that's himself that, that that's hanging out with the pug. He, he does a comic book called battle pug as well. Um, oh. so, uh, so yeah, uh, this is, this is the book that uh, is going to get really interesting. I think we're going to see, I think Cameron's going to make it out to the, uh, the, the six one six. I think there's, you know, we've seen a lot of announcements for post secret wars books already. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, there's, there's still a few surprises. I think that they haven't announced. Um, I think, uh, uh, Cameron's definitely going to make it out to, uh, the regular six one six books. That's just my prediction. Show. So uh, that's it. That's all we got. Um, so how are you feeling about Secret Wars so far? I'm feeling good about it. I feel like um, there's definitely some books this week that I, I feel like there's more good books than books that I didn't really care for um, in general. And um, now that we're sort of getting along, like, you know, obviously Secret Wars number four sort of is the main component carrying all these books. Fantastic issue. A-Force, great. Red Skulls, great. You know. Like there's just a lot of good books, so I'm I'm really enjoying this event so far, and um, hopefully with Comic Con right around the corner, we can you know do another episode or something soon. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's gonna be a hard one. Event- eventually. Yeah. Um, Expect another late episode, guys. Sorry. Um, so okay, I have a few few predictions. Um, Mm -hmm. some, something I come, come across, you know, that, that, that I thought of, um, I still think we're going to see Miracle Man. Um, you know, Marvel's got the rights to this. I think it's going to be a big reveal. Uh, I think it's going to be a big announcement at San Diego Comic-Con that, uh, we're going to see Miracle Man, uh, a new series and, uh, somehow it's going to be tied into all of this. Um, very excited about that. It just feel it has that feel if you read Miracle Man. So I know you you, you have no idea what I'm talking about, right, Jamie? No idea. Whatsoever. No idea. Exactly. It's a fantastic series. You should read it. Um, the other interesting thing is so the you know this book was delayed by about three weeks, so they could catch up with all the other books that are coming out, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and in this issue, the heroes were you know scattered uh, across the realm. 
So I think we're going to be seeing the 616 versions of these heroes showing up in the books that we're reading right now. Oh, crap. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and I think that was why, you know, it wouldn't have made sense if next week we start seeing 616 versions. Right. In a book that hadn't been, had already been out, you know. So I think there, there was probably timed. Um, thanks to George for that one. He, he kind of pointed that out. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, th- those are my two predictions for what we're seeing in the future of Secret Wars. And, and I'm still holding out for my Star Wars theory. Okay. But I don't think that's going to happen. Right. Neither. Neither do I. <laughs> well, Jamie, uh, we're off to Comic-Con, so uh, there won't be a Secret Wars next week or there will be later. We're not sure. We'll figure it out. But for this week, the war is over. Jamie, where can people find you? Uh, all the social media is at Jamie Rosaurus. And you can find us every day on eatgeekplay.com. Uh, we talk food, comic books, and music. Uh, you can find us on all the social media sites. Just Eat Geek Play. That's it. We're done. We're done. Bye. Bye.